Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to touch in on anxiety and unworthiness and I'm not sure if you might realize this, but often our thoughts about ourselves are thoughts of unworthiness, especially if we are not feeling good, if we're not on the top of our game, those thoughts can become louder and they feed our anxiety and our anxiety feeds our tendency to act and think in unworthy ways. And so I wanted to begin the show with a quote from Tara Brock. She speaks quite a bit about unworthiness, and I will have a link to one of her books in the show notes if you'd like to read more of her work. Here's the quote from Tara Brock. Pain is not wrong. Reacting to pain as wrong initiates the trance of unworthiness. The moment we believe something is wrong, our world shrinks and we lose ourselves in the effort to combat the pain. Again, that's from Tara Brock. And you can see how clear this is, that it isn't pain that is wrong, whether it's our emotional or physical pain, but obviously our reaction to the pain as it is wrong. It should not be there. This should not be happening. I shouldn't think this. You can see where all of this comes and how that can initiate what she calls the trance of unworthiness. Now that may make complete sense to you that trance of unworthiness. We get caught in a way of being a trance. And when we believe that something is wrong, our world does begin to shrink because what are we doing? We are, as she said, losing ourselves in the effort to combat the pain, but we are searching. We are scanning the horizon. Why is this happening? Where is this coming from? Why is this happening to me? And so forth. And so I want you to pay attention to as you're going forward where unworthiness may be sneaking into you. Maybe it's there, maybe it's not, but it's a very interesting place to see where we are adding more stress to our lives. Because to be unworthy is to be thinking that we are down on ourselves and we are not worthy of actually even being better or thinking better. So it becomes a vicious cycle because then we are lower, we become more depressed, more anxious, and we are thinking these thoughts even more and deeper. 
This can also be showing up as pain in relationships, right? Many of you have written to me about this, feeling not understood, feeling that we don't do enough or we are not good enough. That's totally unworthiness. And many people feel this. I am reading those emails and I am feeling your heart because this is a painful way to be living. Feeling that we are not understood, that people don't get us. And then the idea of we are not doing enough, working ourselves into an exhausted state that is not fodder for being better. That is only continuing the cycle in a downward spiral. The feeling that if people really knew us, did you ever have this? Oh, if they really knew me, they wouldn't like me. We feel inadequate inside with unworthiness. We feel insecure. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So we can stop and think for a moment. We can play with this a little bit. When you feel it come up, don't feel bad about feeling bad. Remember, we want to keep ourselves out of that and kind of giggle or smile like I just did, like, wow, where is this going? We don't need to feel bad that we notice that we are feeling bad or unworthy. But we can play with it a little bit and ask ourselves some questions. What is it that you don't want others to see? What is it that you are feeling like if they knew about this about me or about you that they wouldn't like you? What do you most judge about yourself? That's probably what you're worrying about. It's your own judgment and you are putting it out onto the other people that if they knew something about me, they wouldn't like me. It's just play with it. It doesn't have to be an ordeal. It's a beautiful place to pick up your journal and just let it flow out of you. Another question is, how do you relate to this self judgment that you just picked up on? Can you see how self-judgment 
keeps you from intimacy, from that thing that you so desire. You want to be close to these people. You want to make new friends. You want to be in a committed relationship with someone. And that you also are carrying around some self-judgments that could be keeping you from that which you so desire. How does this affect your relationships? Can you see this coming up in your world? It's important to be able to see it. And again, like I said, in your journal, you can be letting it flow out of you because once we can identify it, it becomes less mysterious. It becomes less powerful because it is right there in front of our eyes. And I want to give you the good news right here. The self-acceptance actually changes us. The way we are thinking with unworthiness has us setting up our brain. It's actually wiring our brain in a certain way. But when we can see it and we can accept these things about ourselves, we rewire our brains. And what happens is we begin to reason with ourselves. We begin to have empathy and compassion with ourselves. And this moves us out of fight, flight, freeze, which is where we're going with unworthiness. And it moves us into tend and befriend or rest and digest. And that activates the frontal cortex. And what do we do with the frontal cortex? That's where we can think clearly. We can make wise decisions and we can move our lives forward in the direction that we want. And how do we rewire our brains? We can do it with these three simple steps. We can observe our thoughts. I just want you to notice the thoughts. Then mindfully feel your feelings. Feel the feels. It's okay. Don't run away from the feelings. And thirdly, offer yourself a gesture of care to your inner self. Now, looking at these three steps to try and wrangle with unworthiness and get to more acceptance, more compassion for yourself is, again, we're going to observe the thoughts, we're going to mindfully feel our feelings, and we're going to offer a gesture of care to ourselves. And all of this is so that we can learn to have more ability to reason with ourselves, to have more empathy and compassion for ourselves and move us out of the fight, flight, or freeze mode and into our tend and befriend mode, our rest and digest, peace and calm mode. Let's look at this first one. We want to observe our thoughts. What do we mean by that, right? We're going to actually witness our thoughts We are not our thoughts. This is so important to remember because when you think you are your thoughts, that can feel stressful because the most random things can pop up coming across your mind as thoughts. You are not your thoughts. You are witnessing your thoughts. They do not need to be believed. So just practicing that can be huge observing your thoughts. Become someone who is behind you looking at those thoughts. 
That's who you are. You are conscious of these things called thoughts that are moving across your mind. So that's what I want you to be doing. That alone can be a very helpful practice to be able to train yourself to be seeing your thoughts, observing them, being the witness versus being the thought or believing everything that goes across. The second one is that I want you to actually feel your feelings, but do it mindfully. Again, by removing yourself a little bit and actually letting yourself feel them versus reacting. Many times a feeling comes up in us and we don't even pay attention to it. We just react immediately. So I want you to try to look at it a little bit differently. I learned this a long time ago from a spiritual director who was also an astrologer, and I very much appreciated this way of looking at feelings. Feelings can be like little waves on the ocean or on a, on the lake, but you are the big body of water. Let's use the ocean. It's as if you are the ocean. And these feelings that are arising are these little waves on the top. They come and they go. They rise and they fall. Never does a wave come up and stay there. And it is the same with your feelings. They come and they go. And there are sometimes when they're big and scary and moving quickly. And there are other times where they're just delightful and lapping up against the shore very calmly and beautifully. But you are not the little waves. You are the ocean. You can contain these feelings. It's okay. So name these little waves, these feelings that are arising. This keeps us thinking. This keeps us in the frontal cortex and out of the fight, flight, freeze, limbic system. It keeps us in our parasympathetic nervous system side where we can actually function, think well, clearly. So use that. Use that as a way to keep yourself in that lane. Name the feelings that are coming up instead of going down the wormhole because you have a feeling. Because these feelings like waves will come and they will go. Acknowledge that the feelings can show us how much pain we might be in. We could be in a lot of pain, mentally, physically, or spiritually. So we need to acknowledge the pain and even give yourself a chance to say, ouch. And remember to tell yourself, yes, this is painful. This is suffering. It hurts. Acknowledge what it is. Acknowledging it is not diving in with it, going down the wormhole with it. Going down the wormhole with it is a reaction and a, a reaction of fear that this is something awful. It may be suffering and it may hurt, but it is not forever. And you, the ocean, can handle these waves. And the third thing that I want you to focus on is giving yourself a gesture of kindness we are often giving a gesture of kindness to other people. We smile, we give people high fives, we pat each other on the back. I want you to be able to do something for yourself. And the most beautiful one is to be able to put your hand on your heart. 
and give yourself a word, a phrase of care, of love for yourself. It may seem weird at first when you try it because you are not used to caring for yourself the same way that you would care for a friend or a loved one, but you deserve to be cared by you. It takes training ourselves to undo the thousands of times we have gone to the negative old ways and to begin to feel and believe the new ways of caring for ourselves. So try it right now with me. Put your hand on your heart. How does that feel? I have had clients with me, men and women, on camera with me, put their hand, simply putting their hand on their heart in a moment of safety and being with someone who cares about them, and it brings tears to their eyes. I want you to do this for yourself. Put your hand on your heart. How does it feel? Can you offer yourself some compassion and care? I hope that you can try this over and over until it doesn't feel like a big deal, until it feels as natural and as beautiful as offering your friend or your loved one the same gesture. I hope this show has been helpful for you, and I want you to know you are not alone on this path where there is unworthiness and trying to work your way out of it. It is very common. We are human, and we are always learning more and better ways to care for ourselves. I love being here with you, and I'll be back in a few more days. And now for today's quote. Pain is not wrong. Reacting to pain as wrong initiates the trance of unworthiness. The moment we believe something is wrong, our world shrinks and we lose ourselves in the effort to combat the pain. And that's from Tara Brock. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.